Well, good morning. Happy Tuesday. There was a lot to discuss on Winning Cures Everything on the live show on Monday afternoon. Lots going on over the weekend. WrestleMania, of course. We had Eddie George becoming the new head coach at Tennessee State. Deshaun Watson, lots of updates in that case. We talked baseball. We talked to Vander Holyfield. We talked, you know, all kinds of different stuff. The Masters, of course, was this weekend. There was just a lot to discuss, and we dove into all of it. So, before we get started on the show, let's go ahead and knock out some ads. And, uh, and if you would, so kindly, tell somebody about the show. Share it out, social media, whatever, but, uh, but just tell them. And if you don't like the show, don't bother telling anybody. Just act like, uh, like it didn't happen, as Pat McAfee would always say. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is Monday, April the 12th. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And this is the live show. So for those that listen to the podcast, this will be up on Tuesday morning. But uh, but as of right now, it is rocking and rolling live. We are on YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, all the different places that you could possibly be. We are there. So make sure that you are subscribed where you need to be subscribed, of course. And do us a favor. Share out the show. Retweet. Uh, share the Facebook out. All that good stuff. We would certainly appreciate it. Uh, going forward, let's see, uh, winningcureseverything.com. I'm going to knock it all out, Chris. I'm going to do the whole thing right now. Winningcureseverything.com, that is the website. Everywhere you need to uh, be following and subscribing and all that is going to be right there. Every article, every show, everywhere that we are, all of our appearances will pop up on that website right there. So make sure that you visit it on the regular. Uh, we have posts every day now because we do shows basically every day. Michael Fritz jumps in. Happy Monday, fellas. Hope you all had a great weekend. He is on Twitch. And Taylor said, sup, fellas. That is what I like to hear. Sup. Sup indeed. Uh, it's been a good weekend. Chris, of course, on the show last night, this morning, whichever one you uh, you listened to, talked about the Masters, talked about a lot of baseball. We are going to hit some more baseball today. We have some football to discuss, of course, which leads me to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. You can go and check it out. That is the one-stop shop for college football gambling content. Sportsbook Review has treated us right. They will treat you right as well. So go ahead and check it out. We do a weekly show over there. And once we get into the season, obviously, we will be doing more shows. But in the offseason, which, again, no real offseason, but during this time between the actual seasons, uh, we do one show a week, 
And you can find it on YouTube. Just search out SBR Picks. Very easy to find. Brown Yeti said, Sup, fellas. Service is trash, so I don't know how long I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be here. Hey, I understand. Sometimes you're just in a bad spot. You know, I've, I've had bad internet before. I know how that goes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, we have had bad internet issues. <laughs> McKinnon said, Happy Monday, gents. My boy Jordan didn't win, but he still looked like the Jordan of old, which makes me hopeful for his future. Hey, but before we like jump into all this other stuff, Jordan Speed looked good, man. Yeah. He looked no. good. I felt good hey, about hey, listen, it. Listen, he, he still couldn't drive worth a damn, but the fact that he was able to save all those drives and uh, and still put up the performance he put in was was great. Was great. The, the Sunday I, performance know. was a monster. Yep. Like six under on Sunday, that's that's when that's when it counts. Well, I mean, so. the guy that had the biggest Sunday was Rom, but he was, you well, know, yeah. eleven strokes down before Sunday, so yeah, yeah, it, it kind of doesn't. That, there, there's no monster day you can have to catch eleven strokes. You are correct about that. It was uh, it was fun to watch. The Masters was fun. I, I was hoping for a little more drama, uh, and we almost got it, except for our boy Xander. Whew. Yeah, so it, it's really funny. I thought about this last night as soon as I finished uh, the podcast, and, and I kind of went into it a little bit in the show. I was going that direction, and then I, I went away from it. Literally, Jim Nance immediately, as soon as uh, I guess fifteen happens, and uh, Hideki bogeys fifteen, yeah. he's like, "All right, we got a we got a shot right here. We got a shot." And then Xander like triple putts <laughs> or triple bogeys, yeah, and, and like the all shot is gone. That's that's literally last week. Jim Nance saying we're down to single digits, and then boom. It's twenty point lead again. It it's is like gone. Jim Nance, will you please stop? Like, <laughs> you just stop. Yeah, okay. Stop, stop when trying somebody's to a, when a freight train is running away, <laughs> just stop trying to make it interesting. You're making it worse than it actually is. Yes, that's a hundred percent what it is. Hundred percent. Michael Fritz jumps in. It's crazy that he can make double and triple bogeys and still shoot what eight under. Speed the super yes. talented Xander let us down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, softly, I, I was I was convinced well, he was I'm about a- to pull it up. But I, I'm I'm going to tell you this. It, I didn't think ten under was even going to get there. Okay, like when when I said they were going to cut this thing in half, I I, I thought it was going to be less than that. I thought seven to eight under was going to win this thing. I really did. When he was thirteen under at one point in time, it we got a little late drama. Whatever you can say what you want about it, it doesn't matter, man. It he was thirteen under. That lead is insurmountable. Yeah. He would need a Greg Norman cock up to to piss it away. Yep, and and we were close. We were close. Yeah, we we thought, yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, he only guess, won by one but, stroke. So yeah, he only won by one stroke. But I mean, he he you know he he wasn't putting like a big putt at the end to you know to yes. win. Yes. Yes. Uh, Ryan Johnson jumped in and said that Randy Orton match was so lame and said worst WrestleMania ever. Well, we are going to discuss that. We're, we're going to talk about just the the general feeling around WrestleMania. We, we won't talk a whole lot of specifics, but but we'll we'll chat about that. Let's start off with this. Uh, I do want to mention Thursday, April 29th, NFL Draft, first round, live stream. We're doing it right here again. Every year we do this. Our boys from the Westlot Pirates join in with us. We have five talking heads that will be sitting here doing the damn thing, and it's going to be a good time. So hopefully you will all join us at 7 p.m. Central Time. We are going to start just as soon as that thing fires off, and then we are here for the rest of the evening. It's going to be fun. 
So we're starting right when the draft starts, right? We'll we will be start right when the normally draft starts. Normally we wait and let let this thing get a little in, but I think there's too much going on in the beginning it, that we we need to be there yes, for. Yes, so we know what the first pick is going to be, but everything after that, like I think that we also know what the second pick is going to be. We, but we, there's I been think some... we're, we're pretty sold on the second pick. 80% of the country, and I, I would say 90% of the people in the world believe they know what the third pick is. I think they're all wrong. I, yeah, that's I, I think anything could happen in that third pick. Like, it could I've, go crazy. In the fourth pick, who knows? I have seen Kyle Shanahan openly say publicly, publicly say before, I can do this with anybody, yeah. okay? This is a guy that once clamored all over Kirk Cousins, okay? And, in, 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 uh, in, in, uh, not Case Keenum, uh, Colt McCoy, all right? Yeah. Like, he really can do this with anybody. Why on earth do you think he would spend a third round pick on a guy who I think is going to be Colt McCoy and Kirk Cousins? I, you got me. I, I, I don't think know. him and I think him and Bill are connected at the brain. I really do. I think there's a generational gap there, and I think they're the same person, just born forty years later, thirty years later, and and I think he wants a two tight end monster just like Bill's got now. It's entirely possible. I mean, I'm, I think I'm married I think, to that opinion until the third round pick is in. I'm going to believe that's happening. It, you never know, and that's that's why we're going to start this thing early. We are going to get in. We are going to discuss pumped. all Love the different those ideas. Guys. Yeah, it's going to be. Fun. I'm going to convince you guys to leave your families and and actually forever, go to the draft just for like a weekend, and and we go somewhere and do this thing live. I'm totally down with it. Uh, Taylor jumps in. Thaddeus Moss to the Bengals. Um, is that done? That's not done. No, he's no, just wishing. He's, it. I think he's hoping it. I think he's hoping it. Um, I think I think our boy Scuzz was right. I think I think Thaddeus Moss could end up being a a third string tight end with the the Vikings. It, entirely possible. I, I think he will be in the league. How about that? That I kid think he'll should be have came back to college. Now he, there's no way he knew COVID was going to be a thing when he left. I guess it's a good thing that he left college and didn't have this weird ass year last year. But he he would have benefited from another year of college. I think so as well. Uh, Michael, uh, Michael said Matsuyama's caddy bowing on the 18th green was a pretty cool moment. Definitely cool. Um, Something super cool, and not just cool, but like we do a whole lot of outrage in our country. We do a whole lot of yelling and screaming at folks and judging people. We don't do a whole lot of respect for just general things. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I enjoyed that immensely. Like, it just yeah. be it being so humble in the moment. Like, it, like it admit, I'll tell you this. Today, I have, I, have, I have tried to do simple things to just show a little more respect for everything that I do. Because, I, and it's weird, but it's just like I took that last night and thought, we don't show any respect for anything at all here. Yeah. Everything we use is stuff very... up, and when we when we're done with it, we throw it away. And that's the same with people. That's the same with with anything. Uh, every news topic basically is uh, disposable. Everything that happens is disposable. It's just well, yeah, very I mean, quick. Nine times out of ten, as long as you're not like something like Deshaun Watson that's going to last for six months, just wait. You know, forty eight hours, and whatever huge embarrassing thing you did will be done, and and nobody will be talking about it anymore. Yeah, no, you're you're one hundred percent right. Uh, Ryan asked, do we watch baseball? Uh, yeah, we watch baseball, and we, we're going to talk yeah. about some of it today. Show last night was almost all about baseball after yep. the Masters. You got it. Chris couldn't get you guys out of town, huh, said Ben. Uh, not this year. Not this year. It's a, we, we have five different people that we have to be able to sync to be able to do this live. Um, so 
yeah, it, it didn't work this year. One, one of us five is super flexible and will go anywhere at the drop of a hat. <laughs> the other five have a lot of answering to do. Yes, very much so. Uh, Brown Yeti said, glad I'm getting a golf recap because I watch baseball. Do not be able to, uh, uh, let's see, do not be able to go to sleep at work. Uh, yeah. It, it, I, yeah. Uh, I, I watched uh, the Red Sox yesterday once I realized Hideki's lead was insurmountable. And then the Red Sox game ended and... I went to the golf and it was still going for another hour. So this is one thing Hideki gets criticism for by by other players in the league. Um, I, I guess in the on the tour, let's say that. Okay. Um, he plays incredibly slow. <laughs> yes. It, it's like that final round just wouldn't end. It's like, come on, dude, you're beating the hell out of everybody. Do you really need to focus this hard? Just hit the grip it and rip it, baby. Let's get this thing over with. I think him playing slow might have actually. Uh, hurt him towards the end because I think it was so much thinking about the the impact of the moment. Probably, but, I mean, who knows, right? That, there, there's probably some truth to that. Yeah, it's it, the, as slow as he plays, as much as he puts into every single shot. I, we all have talked about this before. We talked about it last week about how golf is, you know, very much a mental game. Uh, mm-hmm. You put that much pressure on yourself, you don't just get out there and, and whack that thing around. It, it's going to come back to bite you at some point, and, and it right. typically always has with him. I mean, he's always been pretty good. But his, you know, he it, has folded on Sundays. The Justin Thomas's one uh, major was an open, I think it was. Yeah, he was open, and I think that was the one where Hideki had the lead, had a big lead, and he just fell apart on Sunday. You got it. And this time he had big, like a big enough lead that it was all good. Yeah, he had a big enough God. He unbelievable. Yes, Taylor uh, said that Ian Rappaport said the Bengals signed him off waivers, so it, the Bengals got oh. him. They got him done. That, that All makes right. sense. I'll take it. Hey, I, I bet Joe had Reunion. something to do with that. Yep. Reunion, for sure. Uh, Taylor said, I knew Chris was the host last night when I saw it was mostly baseball topic. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Uh, John Carter jumps in. Japanese tradition is one of the most respectful and prideful in the world. They either do it 100% or don't do it all. It's also why I was a huge GSP fan. Very respectful fighter. Yeah, and he, yeah. he was Canadian, but he he definitely adhered to that. Uh, Brown Yeti, you don't show respect to your towel. Uh, I have to because of what I... <laughs> what I do to it once a day. My God, you guys. You guys. Once a day. You got to pump those numbers, man. Yeah, that's it. that's ridiculous. That's that's low count. Low count. Come on now. All right, let's dive into the uh, the topics that I had written out for the day. First one up, Eddie George is the new head coach of Tennessee State, which is going to make the Southern Heritage Classic insanely interesting. I was just about to say, man, we got to get that thing back in Memphis. And we gotta oh, it, get, it will uh, be. Uh, crowds back in that place. It, it'll be there in in September. It's coming. It's going to be a big yeah. deal. Oh, it's it's going to be fan friggin' tastic. So, uh, did you hear some of the names that he's ha- like adding to his staff? No. So now, hang on. It, are these from him? Or are this what people think? Because when Dion got the job, like there was some Twitter thing floating around of all these like other stars that were friends with Dion that were going to come on board. And that was just a thing Twitter put together, not Dion. So is this from him? These are reports that that he. So okay, one, are, if it, this is actually reports, yes. that's different than the Let's randos see. on Twitter saying fun uh, things. Uh, let's see. I wrote it down at the wrong spot. I know this. Uh, uh, Jeff Fisher was brought on as an advisor to help with uh, with not hosting. What's the word? Hiring. He was brought in to help with the hires. Uh, his son is going to be the defensive coordinator. They are who's whose son? Fisher's Jeff, son or George's Jeff, son? Jeff Fisher's son is okay. going to be the the defensive coordinator. I think his name is Brad Fisher or Brandon. Yeah, he's Fisher worked in the league for a while. I think. Yeah. Um, 
the offensive coordinator, they are working it out with Hugh Jackson. I knew that you would uh, enjoy that name. So, uh, so Hugh, you know, is what it is there. And they, the other finalist for the head coaching job was Ray Lewis. And they're talking about bringing him on as a, a defensive assistant. So, like, co-defense coordinator or something like that. There's I, zero chance Ray Lewis comes. I, I thought that as well. I think the Hugh Jackson thing could happen. You got any thoughts on yeah. that? <laughs> no, I, the Patriot, the Patriots just released Julian Edelman. Just released Edelman. Well, it, you know, it, that kind of makes sense. That kind of makes sense. He and failed his he failed his physical. He's not. He's, he's not, not going to be able to play this year. So, but, but we already knew that he wasn't going to play uh, at least the majority of the year. So, it just sucks. Okay. Yeah. No, it definitely sucks. Um, I was not. I was not emotionally prepared for that, and I should not have been trying to tw- check Twitter to see about these hirings. Yeah, that's, I see that. Uh, let's see. Right, I'm that, away now. that hurts. Let's see. Patriots have terminated the contract of wide receiver Julian Edelman per the wire. He's listed as a failed physical. Yep, that's per Rappaport. So, yeah. Um, let's see. It says Edelman has been mulling retirement. This could just be a precursor to that announcement. That's Mark Rice. Well, yeah, now. Yeah, the decision's getting made for him. Yeah, I mean, he's 34 years old. He's lost his speed a little bit, and and he's not going to be able to play this year. Like, he was already – I mean, he missed most of last year, didn't he? Yeah, he missed all of last year almost. So, yeah, not all of it, but yeah. Yeah, he, he missed most of it. So, uh, it definitely sucks. I, I don't know that it necessarily means it's the end for him. Um, uh, I think it means it's the end. It, it might be. It might be. If you're a if you're a slot wide receiver uh, – there, there ain't a spot for you if you are uh, if you're slow and damaged goods. So, yeah. so anyway. that definitely sucks. Uh, uh, Ray Lewis would shock me. Uh, Hugh Jackson would not shock me. But that son of a bitch is just trying to get a job anywhere. He's hawking some bullshit book about the Browns. Nobody like like seven people are going to buy it, and they're all going to be related to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know who he thinks his market is. Yeti said, "Dang, Chris, you look like someone shot your puppy. Do you need a hug?" Yeah, I could I could use one. You right could now. use a hug. It sucks. Uh, let's see. Taylor said, "Is there a prize for the winners of the WCE NCAA basketball bracket challenge?" Actually, I've got some. Uh, I got some T-shirts. Uh, DM me on Twitter. Uh, those the ones. I think two people tied. Maybe I'm wrong. I got to go back and double check. Whoever won, DM me uh, because it didn't show the actual names on this thing. It was just random, like ESPN generated yeah. names. Uh, DM me if you won, and and I will hook you up. So no worries. I will I will get you something out. Taylor wanted to know if I play Madden, do I use PlayStation or Xbox? Would I be open to playing with WCE peeps? Uh, I do not play Madden. Uh, I bought it one year. Not a big fan of the actual game. Um, I mean, the game's fine. I, I still play NCAA 14 on the PS3. And when they come out with a new NCAA game, I'll probably play that. Madden, mm, So if you don't like the gameplay of Madden, you might be disappointed with the new NCAA game. Because I, I think they're taking a lot of what they've done with Madden. Maybe, maybe so. Um, but I, I do know that the gameplay was different for NCAA as opposed to Madden back when they were I, still doing I, it. I, so. I understand that, but they've gone, oh, you know, a decade without, you know, yeah, they, NCAA. They could, they could definitely keep it the same. And if it's, it, hey, if it's uh, if it's the same gameplay as Madden, I'll either learn to love it or it'll just be something else that I buy that I. You know, just sit in the corner and whatever. 
<laughs> Another thing that I buy that I don't use, and there's plenty of that around. Uh, let's see, Taylor said EA will reskin Madden with NCAA. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, Taylor said he and Swedes tied. Okay, well, yeah, just hit me up. Hit me up, send me your address. I'll get it out to you. No worries, no worries. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, Moving on. Moving on. Let's jump off of Eddie George and all these other things, and let's discuss Deshaun Watson. We got updates. And I, I hate talking about it. But, oh, yeah, um, no, but, you know, we got to. We, we got to talk about this because, I mean, we said it last week. We've said it multiple times. He's the second best quarterback. The second most talented, I guess, second most. I think he's the best. second best quarterback in the game. Yes, I, I think I, so. I, that's my opinion. I think he's the second most best quarterback in, in football right now. So since we did a show or since we last talked about it, there has been uh, multiple things come out that, you know, I think are kind of important. Uh, the courts ruled that the. Names of the accusers uh, have to be released, so that is is a big thing. Uh, one of the like the first accuser, the first person on the lawsuit, she has come out and spoken publicly. Yep. Um, and I, I guess like it, we're just going to roll with this thing. Harden, the attorney for Watson, admitted just a couple of days ago that there were consensual encounters between the two. He said we are not denying that things happened, but they were all consensual. Which goes back to the he said, she said, you know, well, I didn't do anything, but she says this, and that, you know, it, it's it's a whole disaster. So, but hang on. Remember when this thing very first dropped, the very first day we covered it, Deshaun Watson came out and said, none of this happened at all. Remember that. Well, there's, and there's I said, ways to spin And that. I said, wait a minute, that's a very dangerous, t- because later on down the road, if we find out these things did happen, if he changes his story to, well, they happened, but they were consensual. Now, who's the first person changing their story and the other people are staying consistent? And how does that affect people? How, how does that affect the court case? How does that affect yeah, the how does that, what does that tell? What does that tell you, just the general audience, and then you... Um, any jurors. I, I know this. In other court cases, when a guy comes in and says one thing and then changes the story, that's looked at, uh, that is that is frowned upon. We'll say that. Yes. We'll, yes. we'll say that. Because it, it immediately makes that witness uh, not, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm blank here. Credible. Uh, credible. Thank you. Well, no. It, yeah. It, it, so it, in this situation, we have a he said, she said. But the she said story has not changed from day one. The he said story is now piving to a better defense. I, the, I, you I don't gotta, know what to make. You got to admit these things happened immediately and admit they were consensual immediately. He didn't want to admit those things, and so he said nothing happened. And now, now he's saying they happened. We know they happened. We agreed they happened. We just now think it was consensual. That's dicey. That's dicey. Yeah. And if it was consensual, why'd you send DMs saying I'm sorry? Yeah. That's that, that's the other thing that hurts as well. Oh. Some of those have gotten leaked out. It, I think he's got an uphill climb. Oh, it's it it looks. I, I'm telling you, every week it looks worse. 
Like every week, it just gets yeah. worse and worse. And I'm and telling you, tried. I still think there's there's 51 percent of me thinks he never plays football again. Yeah, uh, Brown Yeti. I'm not saying he's guilty, but if you're going to lie, it better be a dang good lie. Yeah, and you got to stick to that damn lie. Yes, yeah, stick to it. There is no change in your story. They're just not. I'm not here to help That's people a, get out of trouble. I'm just telling you, you can't lie and then make up a new lie later. Who That's, was it? Was it Dave Chappelle that was like, if you if you're gonna say you didn't do it, like it don't matter if you are in the middle of yeah. it or whatever. You got to stick to I didn't well, do it. Like, the, the original who said this was Shaggy. Like, that, well, yeah, it wasn't me. Like, <laughs> it I, wasn't yeah. me. <laughs> but there was a there was a skit about it. I know you caught me on camera, but it wasn't me. Like it, sir. Is that you in that video? Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's like, nope. Uh, are you nope. sure? It oh. looks exactly like you. Nope, that ain't nope. me. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, I, I, I don't know. It, you, you it, I feel like he's. Story now. I feel like he's got. He's gotten awful advice from his attorney. I think his attorney I think has so. botched I think so. it. And he's got probably one of the best attorneys in the country, which is but insane. Yeah, I, I think he's. I think he's really cocked this up. Michael said, "Does Houston just flat out release him?" Uh, well, I think you let this play out first. You have to let it play out because if you release him, all his dead cap money hits you and, and and it hurts your football team. If you let it play out and then you're able to release him for calls, then, then you're free. Yeah. But as of right now, like he's still a free man. He's still yeah. like, there. there's That's charges right. against him, but he, he's not guilty yet. So, right. you know, you got to. You got to wait. You got to just wait it out and see what happens. And that's, I mean, they've already got their guy. They've got Tyrod Taylor, you know. But Michael said, deny, deny, deny. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're him, that's that's what you should have done from the beginning. It wasn't you me. Just, it, he started doing that, and that's fine. But now he's pivoting. And this is where you get in trouble. Is As soon as you pivot your defense, it's over. It, it, it's it, over. The, the idea of his attorney, we talked about this last week, but but to release the all the good comments from all those people, I, I, that may yeah. have been two weeks ago. Yeah, that just think, made it I ten times worse. Because then it told everybody how many, how, how He's many, had this many have you done this from? <laughs> this many masseuses? What are we doing? Hang on, and these seventeen like you? Why are you not still going to them? Um, yeah, that's that's insane. That's I mean, like, the whole why thing's are not... you still looking for other women? These seventeen were all booked up. Like, come on, man. It's I, it, the whole story. They it's like so you. You at one time liked them. What are we doing here? Yeah. Why? Why were you looking for other ones? And why did this yeah. one that said that she liked you, she stopped seeing you because, you know, because she heard bad stories. Like, yeah, it's it's just bad. His defense has been awful. Uh, and and Rusty Harden may be a fantastic attorney, but this may just be an unwinnable case. Like, is it well, possible to have well, unwinnable cases? That's true. Uh, sometimes, but there's a way to mitigate those unwinnable cases to 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 make it not as bad as it needs to be. Um, and now, also, you got to remember these are all things done in public opinion. Yeah, uh, he Rusty Harden maybe not be the best uh, civil defense attorney in the country, but he is one of the best criminal defense attorneys. I do think there's zero chance any of the criminal charges stick at all. I understand what probable cause means. I understand what reasonable doubt means. Uh, I, I You have to convict somebody beyond a shadow of doubt. And I don't think there's any way on earth, as much as I believe so many of these things probably did happen, that you, you there's it's not enough to convict. Yeah. He'll never it's, get a guilty charge in a criminal case. But that doesn't mean he didn't do it. Okay. And it doesn't mean that he won't pay out the nose. Uh, let's see. You're wrong. He should have never made a move on those women with consent or not. You were 
you are too oh. high profile. Talking about Brown Yeti. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously, yes, you should not sexually assault women. That's that is correct. I feel like that's uh, that's pretty common sense, right? I, I was about to say, I don't know that we had to say that, but I guess we do. It's the who's the who's the media guy that's always like, I'm just in case it wasn't out there, I'm against everything that's bad, like I'm against yeah. death or whatever. Like, hey, right. yes, obviously, we are against sexual assault, we are against all of that stuff. That's right? Don't uh, do that, don't feel like we have to. Like but stated, if you're being but, accused by 22 women of doing that and you come out with the defense early, man, that's the defense you got to stay in all day. This yep. is not a situation where you get to switch from man to zone midway through. Were you surprised that the court ordered them to release the names? Uh, a little bit. Here's the problem is once it went to uh, – so some of them are charged criminally. So here's the thing. I'm, I'm curious about the court. Is the criminal court – making them are the civil court because in you do have a right in our country to face your accuser. Okay. Right. That is one of your inalienable rights of, 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 of I guess it's a Miranda, right. Um, but it's, it's one of your rights through your due process. Okay. Like you have the right to face your accuser. Your accuser cannot stay anonymous. So at some point in time, they were going to be released anyway, if they were on the lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, certain. I'm certain that's right for criminal. I'm. I'm almost positive it has to be the same for civil. You have to know who's suing you. You have to know why there's like you know you have to know all of these things, um, and it has to be out in the open. I, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Michael said Chris is absolutely right. It's not about what happened. It's about what you can prove. And Taylor said I'm worried now that it was consensual and they regret it. Um, and Michael said, Yeah, I jokingly say deny, deny, deny. None should. Uh, no one should ever sexually assault women no means no absolutely yeah. um but that, that goes without saying i mean it's that i feel like that's pretty common knowledge like don't i don't know that don't assault women, women like, i don't know that 22 women agreed to something and then regretted it i you know i i, I think and i've said this before i think some of them absolutely probably are in that camp some of them are in the camp of i want to be a part of this payday maybe okay i know that's a terrible thing to think but that that's possibility but but i also think there's zero chance that all of them are making it up and all of them are are just cases of buyer's remorse yeah i, I, I just i really i, I agree can't, i can't agree the fact that the numbers are just too big they're just too yeah, many it's it's too many of them like it's just it, it's ridiculous uh brown Eddie, considering that we go through a case like this every year i'm just stating the obvious because it doesn't seem obvious for some reason uh yeah, I mean, I I guess, but I, I feel like... It, yeah, but I can't... There's nothing we can say. Listen, those guys don't listen to our podcast, all right? No. There's they, no he's not going to stop. And if you're... If you are... If he did this to all 22 women and he didn't stay with the 17 that liked him, there's a reason he left the ones that were willing to do anything with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he wanted the hunt. He wanted the 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 encounter he wanted the power situation there's there's nothing there's no psa you can do to teach that person to stop doing that yes that's 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 who they've chosen to be and that's who they're gonna be yeah it, it's they frustrating to, they have to choose to stop doing that yeah yeah you uh you are correct about that um let's go on it let's talk about wrestlemania for just a minute uh we won't spend long on this there seemed like there was less hype about this uh for whatever reason, I, I don't know what happened um, or why. Like, I, I know, like, Roman Reigns won. Like, he beat Daniel Bryan and uh, and Edge. 
Like that was a big thing. Another big thing was uh was Bad Bunny, uh you know big uh, Latin I guess uh, hip hop star whatever it is. Uh he he apparently did like I saw the videos played really well. I didn't watch all of WrestleMania, partly because there wasn't any hype to it. There was nothing to this this weekend. I don't know how many people. I don't know if it was because it was on Peacock or what happened, um, but it seems strange that. It, this event typically every year is like this massive thing. And it was sold out. It was in Raymond James Stadium. You know, tons of live fans in the middle of a, a freaking football stadium. It, it's a huge deal. But I, you know, like I, I, there wasn't a bunch of talk about this. Was that surprising to you, Chris? Um, I, I thought the buildup was, was disappointing. I'm with you on that. And then the, man, the other part was I, I mean, I just heard kind of terrible things about how boring it was. No, I no, think no, breaking it, it up into a two-day event has gotten worse. Yes. Um, yes. I, I, you know, what? I don't know what you do in there. Um, I don't know. At some point in time, yeah, just condense this stuff down. If you're trying to tell that many damn stories, you're losing people. I'm, I'm going through, and if you're not a big, big, like, just hardcore fan, um, you're not going to know a ton of these names. You know, uh, women's tag team, you got Shayna Baszler uh, and Nia Jax defeated Natalia and Tamina. Like, I don't watch all the time, so I have no idea who that is. Uh, yeah. Randy Orton and The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, like, that's interesting, but I heard that that match was bad. So, you know, it is what it is on that. Uh, what was the other one? Zayn, uh, let's see, Sa- uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, that was a big thing, and, and apparently... One of them stunned Logan Paul, which everybody enjoyed. So that was cool. But even still, I don't know that the the fight itself was all that good. Sheamus defeated Riddle, and I don't know who Riddle is. He was apparently a champion. I have no idea. Like yeah, I was just about to say, I don't, I don't. This, I, I've I've gotten so far out of it. This is something that I used to love, and now, I, and you know, I, I, I don't I just know. Don't really care anymore. I don't know that it's necessarily like. I don't. I don't know that wrestling has gotten bad. I just feel like. Like the Sunday at WrestleMania, I heard Saturday was better. Uh, Matt I Miller, heard the same thing. I heard the same thing that the first day was better than the second day. Matt Miller said, "Who watches WWE now?" Uh, there's a lot of kids. There's a lot of people that watch, but I don't know. Like, I, it, it didn't make sense to me that something that typically gets a whole lot of media coverage got basically none, and and it wasn't. You know, it was trending on Twitter and whatnot, but it doesn't take a ton to get trending. Uh, so I, I just don't know. Uh, Michael said I was a fan back in the day, but the characters are terrible now, in my opinion. That's the thing. I, I, I don't know these characters. I don't know who these people are, and maybe it's just a, a transition from one era to another. But there's nothing that grabs me out of this. And if I'm just yeah. a a fringe fan, which is exactly what I am, like I I wasn't paying for it. Like I, there was no way I was going to sit and watch it because I. I have no idea. Like, I can't wait until my son gets old enough and, and we'll be watching this stuff. But I, we're going to start with, you know, WrestleMania 3. Like, the stuff that you and I, Chris, used to sit over at your house and watch all the time. Like, Yeah, it, it's, it's I don't know. I, I think I think wrestling's struggling. If, if But but maybe that's just me. That's just my opinion. There's probably some people out there that love it and think, you know, I, I don't know what I'm talking about, but. It's, it's really weird. I mean, it's. Coming from the generation that we came from with Big Boss Man, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, you know, uh, uh, Jimmy Snuka, like all, all these yeah. guys, you know, like it, 
Hulk Hogan. In the throes of Hulkamania. Yes. Like that, and then moving from that into the the Attitude Era, with uh, which we we had somewhat started to outgrow it at that point. But, you know, yeah, Stone DX Cold. and, and yeah. NW. Yeah. Like all that good stuff, man. Uh, Taylor said, uh, since you're a toy. Okay, I'll check that. Uh, let's see. Without them, it's boring, said Matt Miller. And Michael said, I don't know if I'm just getting old, but, man, listening to half of those guys annoys the crap out of me. Uh, yeah. So, and Matt Miller said, the fans make wrestling and WrestleMania. Yeah, but, and, and it was a full stadium, but I just, like, I, I think there's something about Roman Reigns that is tough to bring in people. Like, is that crazy? Like, I, I just don't think that he's super likable. Like, I, I like the fact that he's he's kind of a bad guy now. But, I don't know. Brownie Eater said the MCU has a ton of storylines, but you don't need to know them to watch one movie. So, it's hard to draw people in when you set up a storyline that only hardcore fans care about. Yeah. So, he's exactly right on that. This, man, that, dude, you, you could not have made a better uh, contrasting analogy, analogy for, for what this is and, uh, and, and, and their struggles here. The MCU, I used to, when it first started, I'm talking first started dropping movies, and I missed a few of them. Like, I was nervous to watch, like, one in the middle. And everybody I was, like, who are the huge comic book nerds that knew all the stuff way before me, like, they were like, dude, they're going, I was like, who is this person? I remember Doctor Strange was one of the big ones, right? Yeah. Like, I didn't know anything about Doctor Strange. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know the history behind it. I didn't know anything. And I'm asking all these questions, and my buddy was just like, just watch, go to the movie and see it. They're going to teach it to you. Like they're going to tell you the story. And, and, and they, and they did, they did every time they did. And it was great. Wrestling has to find a way to in their pay-per-views, not just close out stories that they've been working on all month, but tell a story from pay-per-view on, from that pay-per-view singularity by itself without any preconceived notion. Yes, make it where they the fans... have to find that, a way to do that. Make it where the fans that have not been able to watch every single Friday, every single whatever, uh, every pay-per-view leading up to that, make it where they can figure out what's going on rather quickly, you know, yes. to be in. Uh, Taylor said, I took a girl out on a first date to see Infinity War, and she hadn't seen anything from MCU. I did okay that night. Uh, let's see. They created all the cool personas early on. I feel like they ran out, said Matt Miller. And uh, Brown Yeti, yeah, he said, thanks, Chris. No typos in this one. <laughs> so he did good on that one. Uh, yeah, it, it's just a, it's strange the way that things are going. And they're still making money. I mean, they're still doing well, fine. yeah, they're making like, money. But that's not the end-all, be-all. Because at some yeah. point in time, if if you lose the people that are paying for stuff, then you're no longer going to make money. Uh, you know, this is, I, I have salespeople spew this bullshit to me all day long but like you need to like i've got plenty of business i don't need you to sell for me oh but you need to constantly be working on your pipeline because when that business goes away you can't just start from day one and then whatever and this is what marketers say i do think that's right when you're writing content i do think that's right when you're trying to sell a tv show or a pay-per-view, or a movie, or something of that nature. I, I do think that you you can't just wait until this well is completely dry and then say, oh, we'll fix it. We'll do something good then, because at some point in time, you've lost such a big market share, it's over. And there's so much content out there right now that, that, that people have access to that 
if if you lose them for a day, you've lost them forever. I Gary and I talk about this all the time. There are so many podcasts and YouTube shows out there in the internet right now. If we have one bad show and somebody tries us out on that one show, they're never coming back. Yes. Because there's 9 billion shows for them to go try. Yes, you, you got to bring your A game every single show. Every, every day. Single time out. You can't just dick around and hope that it all works out. Yeah. I mean, it's this show is, is a perfect example. Everybody that watches knows we have changed up the way that we do it multiple times. We're trying to get more content out. We're trying to stay as up-to-date as possible. Trying to talk about as many different topics as humanly possible to draw in people. Like, we want to make this thing big. We want it to be, which, by the way, you can all help with that by hitting that like button and sharing the show out with us. We certainly appreciate that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's the way content goes. WrestleMania is a perfect example of it. WWE is is exactly what we're talking about. UFC had this problem. Uh, yeah. Once When Connor and, and the other big names kind of dropped out for a while, the, the biggest names out there, it took them a minute to build up some more interest in the other guys because they had not built up the interest in them before. And yep. and once you do that, you lose some fans. So, you know, I, I think UFC has got them back, I think, because they've, they've got a really interesting run that's, that's coming up, at, you know, towards the end of April into uh, the end of May. And we'll see what happens there. Of course, in July, they got Connor coming back. They got, you know, they're working on the uh, Bones-Jones fight and all that. Like, they got some good stuff in the works. But for a while there... They were just keeping things going for no reason. Uh, Matt Miller, does WWE have their own streaming with the old matches? They could do that. Uh, WWE Network has it, but it's all on Peacock, Peacock now. now. Yeah. They got rid of the WWE Network, and they moved it all to Peacock. You got it. You got it. So, And, and that is exactly what Lincoln and I will be watching. Um, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, Michael said my six-year-old watches the old matches. Yes. Yes. Give me Big Boss Man against Ultimate Warrior all day. All day long. I would love that. Um, let's talk for a minute. We're going to move to baseball. Let's talk about what happened last night. And the Atlanta Braves, there was there was a robbery. I don't know if you saw it, Chris. I did. There I was, did see it. There was straight thieving going on in Major League Baseball at, it's not called Turner Field now. What is it? Sun SunTrust Park or whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's SunTrust. So let me let me read the story here. Uh, Philly's third baseman, Alec Braum, or Baum, slid home with the eventual winning run as Braves catcher Travis D'Arnaud attempted to apply the tag, moving from third base side of the plate to the first base side where Bohm was coming from, uh, or coming in. Plate umpire Lance Barrett called him safe, though replay showed he might never have touched home plate. After a long delay for the video challenge, the ruling on the field was upheld. Uh, in real time, it's bang-bang. Braves starter Drew Smiley said after the game, we have five different angles on a nationally televised game, and it's clear that his foot didn't touch the plate. And I watched it. He said, yep. he said the foot was on the chalk. For MLB not to overturn that, it's embarrassing. Why even have replay if you won't overturn that? That is, it's a, what, what the official ruling from MLB it's a hell was. Of a question. Said, could not definitively determine that the runner failed to touch home plate prior to the fielder applying the tag. If, what? if you could not definitively tell, then the people doing that need to stop doing that job. Because everybody in the angles. world could definitively tell. Yes. That's insane. Um, <laughs> Taylor said, call Alex Bohm the orphan because he doesn't have a home. Uh, Michael Fritz, with the technology advances, it's what you have done for me lately, world, for sure. Uh, oh, I think he's talking about WWE. Um, yeah. 
I I don't understand this. Like I, I so in the NFL, we were trying to figure out with pass interference last year, right? It was this big to do about the refs are just not going to overturn anything because they're pissed that this is even a rule that you could right. you could actually uh, challenge pass interference. That's right, right. So they, they there were times where they were dead wrong. They just weren't changing the call. Do you think that it's something like that in this situation? Ma'am, no, it shouldn't. No, here's the reason why I don't think that. It's not the umpire on the field watching the review. That's that's the thing. I, They're I, going up to a booth. The person that missed the call in the NFL was the person that was right watching the review. That I actually think we have a conflict of interest. And the reason I like the way baseball is doing is they're sending it up to a booth. They're sending it somewhere else, and they're watching it. That's not the person that made the call. So I have no I think idea. You need what to... to get away from the people making the call. But so so therefore. The umpires on the field have a right to make mistakes. They are people. There's a human element of the game. But when those mistakes cost somebody a game, we have to be able to replay them. So I, if I'm an umpire, I like replay because it gets me off the hook for making a mistake. But when somebody else is watching the replay, I don't get to see the replay. I'm the umpire. I'm standing on the field with some headphones on, letting them tell me what you know what they're watching. And then they make a ruling, and I get, I have to stand by their ruling because they're watching the call, right? They're watching the replay. That situation, like like the managers are mad, and they come out and they yell at the umpire that missed the call. Like, I, no, I'm going to need to go find a booth, and I'm going to need to go choose somebody else's ass because you had, to, you had five different angles to see this thing, and you saw he never touched home plate. And you said that you you can't definitively tell that he didn't touch on play. Also, can we talk about this? Does anybody outside of the city of Philadelphia that didn't grow up in Philadelphia and moved away like any Philadelphia teams at all? They have any fans that are like there are Yankee fans everywhere you go. Like there's a shitload of Red Sox fans all over the country. Like I know a bunch of Dodger fans have never been to LA. Like they're a big market team Cubs same way. Are there any anybody like anything about Philadelphia if you're not from Philadelphia? No, I don't think so. They're the least likable like sports city in the world, right? Yeah. 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 Why the hell are we helping those sons of bitches? <laughs> Dave Taylor said, uh, yet they overturned a safe call from LaCastro in replay that was questionable, but not this. Like that's that's the thing. There's there's other calls that you have seen that that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, this one didn't make a whole lot of sense. There's other calls that are made that do make sense. I this one just blew my mind. And it's this is not the first one this year. I mean, the, the replay stuff has been awful so far. Yeah. Like I said, I I understand baseball is a, a lot of bang-bang plays with a lot of you're watching the ball, the glove, and then looking at the bag. Like, there's a lot of places to look to where you could miss a call. I understand that. Yeah, it's on the field, it's one thing. But I understand. The person in the booth, should, with the technology we have, the person in the booth should not be missing these. I agree. They should, I, I don't know, I don't know how them. you miss it. Like I, I understand. Like, in, in football, it's, it's this whole... Uh, there has to be indisputable evidence, right, to, to overturn a call. In this situation, like, how much more indisputable can See, you get? Yeah, they hide behind that. Everybody hides behind what well, has to be indisputable. Man, at some point in time, we have to realize I'm 90% certain this happened. 
I think 90% is enough to say indisputable. All right. You're not, you're not sentencing a man to life in prison here. Okay. You're just calling a bastard out. Yeah. That's, that's all you're doing. Uh, Matt said, uh, let's see. Hold on. It, 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 it jumped quick. My brother's from Ohio and he's a Phillies fan. Uh, yeah, that's shocking. Yeah. Michael, uh, Michael Fritz said he could not agree more with you, Chris. Uh, Matt Miller, obviously they've been really bad this year. Talking about the Phillies. Uh, they're not awful. They're not awful this year. Uh, no, I think the Phillies are actually really good this year. Yeah, I think they, he may be talking well. about the refs, the umpires. Oh, the umpires. Yes, the umpires. I have think the umpires have awful. been really bad this uh, year. Michael said, if you're not going to get it right, then stop wasting time with replay. Dead on. And Brown Yeti, Matt, your brother needs help. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Taylor said the Reds blew it against the Diamondbacks. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, red, I, it's what I the Reds find it, I find this really strange. Um, I want replay to get it right. I want them to get it quickly, though. Like, I don't think it takes forever to figure these things out. Baseball says the rule is they're trying to get all the replays done within two minutes. I find them to be going over two minutes a lot and still getting the call wrong. Yes. Like, if you're going to go over the two-minute window, you better damn well have a view that you're certain is going to give you the right answer. Yes. Yes, I just I don't understand what's and happening. I'll tell you this too. I've watched a lot. I've watched a lot of baseball this last over the last three day weekend. I guess Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I've watched a lot of baseball. Ball strike calls are awful. Oh yes, awful. And it's not. It's no longer just like Joe West and Angel Hernandez. Okay, now like this is, it, this has been going on for years. It's it's really bad. It's not consistent. It is it is what is a strike early is not a strike late, and it's the same for both sides uh, of 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 games that I've watched with with no rooting interest at all. Just it's bad. I'm now the, the old curmudgeon man has now reached into the technology bag and said, "Give me give me the robots calling balls and strikes. Put the umpire back there to look for a swing. The umpire back there to watch for balks. The umpire back there to call home plate. All this stuff. He's no longer calling balls and strikes. He's just not. I'm good with that. I would I would love. I'm wanting to, have to the take these guys stuff. who have too much on their plate. They're so bad at all the stuff that they're doing. I think because I'm giving them a listen. I'm giving them a way out here. Okay. We're asking too much of you. We're going to take something away that you no longer have to do. If I'm an umpire, I'd be thrilled with that. Why would I care anymore? Yeah. Why yeah. would I take offense that this robot's going to take my job, but I still get paid? Wait a minute. I still get paid the same to stand back here and do this job, but there's one huge aspect of the job I no longer have to do. That I don't yeah, have to sign worry me with. up for that. I'm. I would be game with it. I would be good. I'm, I'm for because it's almost unwatchable at this point. I, I was old man, stuck in the mud. I was yelling at clouds and 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 I wanted kids off my lawn. And now, give me the technology, give me the computers. It's not just two old guys that have been doing it for a long time that are really bad. No, no, no. There's a lot of guys that are really bad. Uh, Matt Miller said there's a guy on Twitter that gives TTE percentage on home plate umpire. Uh, it's pretty interesting follow. He said Angel Hernandez is always bottom five. Always, always bottom five. Always. He's historic. He is historically bad. Uh, Taylor said, I'm fine if the umpire calls a larger strike zone when a pitcher is at bat because the pitcher isn't going to question it. Uh, he said, get rid of the strike zone box on TV because it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. No. Well, yeah, I, I want the strike zone box there because I, I can't that way always you can tell. See. Yes. Here's the problem. And, and some of this is an issue. And, and I'll actually tell you this. If I was a catcher, I would hope they'd get rid of it too. 
because I think I've seen catchers like mishandle balls and have pass balls because they're trying to frame a pitch and they don't catch the ball first. And, and now, now they got a runner on second going to third because they were trying to get cutesy with a ball that was a little outside and they were trying to get it inside. And, and I've, I've seen this happen a couple of times this year too. I, you know, I think everybody behind the plate would be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think because right. now the catcher does not care. Here's what bothers me. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, so many times you're not going to get the call. If you, if you were going to throw a guy low and inside, all right. Okay. And, and ends up being low and outside, but it's still a strike. Nine times out of 10, if it's close to the corner, they're going to call that a ball because they're assuming you missed your spot. And so therefore we're not going to give you that strike call. That shouldn't matter. That shouldn't come into effect. The fact that you saw the catcher set up one side and have to shift his body and jump to the other should not change. Is it a strike or a ball? And that's where I have a problem. That's where I'm done. I'm done. All these extra factors go into it and I'm done. I'm done with extra factors. Put put the robot machine up there, and if you hit the if you hit the white, you're it's a strike. I'm done. Yeah, uh, John Carter, umps and accuracy has gone up as the movement on balls has increased. Pitchers are yeah. more focused on RPM and ball movement versus speed. It seems like the amount pitch deviates more than five to ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I do, and once again, I'm saying this that their job is really hard. I want to take this really hard thing away. I didn't I didn't talk about that earlier, but that's right. The the what pitchers can do with balls today is amazing, yes. And 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 it's it does make that job even more difficult than it already was. Well, we we hadn't talked about uh like Trevor Bauer, like yeah. you so just last week or towards the end of last week, maybe over the weekend, uh, they MLB is going through trying to get all the banned substances off of the baseballs, yep. and they kind of kind of focused on Trevor Bauer a little bit. That's um, right. You know, that's right. They, they they're not supposed to, I don't think. Well, but why not? You know. If they think he's up to something, they're not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. You you got a point, but it's not like he's the only one that's been doing it. So it's, no. But he, if he's if he's doing it at a big rate, so basically what they're doing is is they're looking at things that he was looking at with Garrett Cole when Garrett Cole went to Houston last year or a couple of years ago, where he pitched with Garrett Cole. He knew Garrett Cole's like rotation rate. Okay. And then he was watching his rotation right with the Astros, and it jumped like thirty percent. He's like, "That's that's not possible. There's there's no way that's possible without you know doing something to it." Yeah. And and I think he's taught Major League Baseball to look for these things, and I think they've seen his rotation rate increase a lot since joining the Dodgers, and so I believe he's being watched now, and they're checking all of the balls he throws. And maybe they'll find nothing, and maybe he can say, "Hey, see there, I just got really good at this." I don't know, but I I maybe spent not. The whole maybe he, working maybe he'll get his ass caught, and the Dodgers crying that other people cheating, other people cheating, it took something from me. It's not fair. Oh yeah, we were <laughs> cheating too. That's why I say, be real careful when you start calling folks cheaters. Be real damn careful. Say you were robbed of something for them cheating, because you know your ass is doing stuff too. Hey, uh, uh, moving on right quick. Let's talk about the Minnesota Twins and the Red Sox today. Postponed due to, uh, what do they say? It's in the wake of the police shooting of Dante Wright. Dante Wright. Um, yeah. The official statement 
was out of respect for the tragic events that occurred yesterday in Brooklyn Center and following the additional details in this evolving situation, the Minnesota Twins have decided it is in the best interest of our fans, staff, players, and community to not play today's game. Um, it's it's very interesting. They So the decision to postpone the game was made by the Twins after consulting with Major League Baseball uh, in addition to local and state officials. Uh, was this surprising to you at all that they would postpone well, a game it, over this? So it caught me coldly off guard. I will tell you, because I've been breaking down all this equipment that I've got to move and stuff, outside of watching baseball and golf this weekend, uh, I've kind of watched zero TV and haven't really done a lot on social media. I have no idea. I didn't even know this happened. So I didn't know that we had another police shooting. Damn sure I didn't, I didn't until the game in, was postponed. In Minnesota, yeah. And then I'm me on in our group text, one of our boys is from Minnesota. He doesn't live there now, but he grew up there. And and I'm I'm bitching to him about my Red Sox game is postponed now totally. And they're, and they're saying not it's because not of weather. rain. Yeah. And and all they keep saying is not a weather delay. It's not a weather delay. And then he tells us a story about the police shooting. And then about 20 minutes later, I'm watching the the MLB, you know, network, uh, you know, whatever coverage of what's supposed to be the game. And they come on and say this is due to a curfew that's been put into place in Minneapolis and a uh and and the potential for 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 riots and and violence because the city's pretty upset yeah it's actually uh, so it, it's very strange like obviously you know it, it, common sense we're against all of this stuff that's happened it's it's all bad uh but just on the sports side of it i i don't you know we we saw some nba games get postponed because players were walking out and all that kind of that's stuff right. i i have not seen it just called because there might be something that yeah happens. but at the same time i will i, I, will I get tell it you, but you know if you're if you're afraid i mean because i do think that these players i mean obviously the ballpark is not i have no idea where target field is actually as opposed to where these players are actually staying so i don't know i don't know how complicated it is like like if this was happening in toronto it's all fine because you don't actually leave the facility like the hotels are actually a part of the ballpark. Yeah. Um, but I don't think there's any other ballpark in the country that's like that. And so at some point in time, you're getting on a bus, leaving the team and you're going through downtown to get to your hotel. And if the streets are filled with people and they're shutting that stuff down and if things get crazy, you, you now have all these players that are at risk and are out. If the city has put in a curfew and you're not going to get back in before the curfew also, you need to, you, you want to, uh, follow the, the the ordinance of the city as well, I would think. Yeah. Taylor uh, Taylor said, how bad is twin security? Um, and he said that he also did not know what happened until the postponement. He said, I see it's not a rain delay, so I always assume uh, COVID. Like, that. that's what he assumed. My, so I knew but, it wasn't – I'll tell you this. I knew it wasn't COVID. I, I don't know why my brain went here, I, just because this used to happen to us all the time in high school, like twice a year. I went to a bomb threat. That's yeah, yeah. I like do. That was my that. first thought. Was this some jackass is called in a bomb threat? Yeah. So there. Do you? How about this? Do you think that this takes out the entire series? Man, I, probably, possibly. I wonder if they would be willing to move it to Fenway. Um, you know, but I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, Brown Yeti. This is a four. This was a four game series. Yeah, uh, Brown Yeti said, "Let's remember what happened last time this happened in Minneapolis. It wasn't pretty." 
Yeah, they, yeah. They, therein lies the issue. Is, is there's there's is some not, things. The there's, Derek there's Chauvin the, case. And, and they're they're balls deep into the Chauvin case right now. Also, so this happening on top of that, um, I, I do think there's potential in Minnesota for for things to to get to get rough quickly, um, and and yeah, the, you know, it would just be a thing where let's let's pull out for a while. Taylor said uh, he said I think the series is moving to Fenway. Uh, that would that would make the most sense just from a baseball standpoint, just MLB saying, all right, show must go on, but we're going to put, and this is going to suck for Minnesota. Minnesota has been hot. Minnesota's a good team, but, but you know, we're, we're at a point where they need to, they need to get games in. They're probably going to lose a lot of home games. Yeah. It says uh, the twins organization extends its uh, sympathies to the family of Dante, Wright. Uh No okay. makeup date has been announced for the game, but th- there's, there's nothing official out yet about moving it. If so, they move them to Fenway because they were all scheduled for day games anyway, um, they could basically – and now they probably wouldn't want to do two doubleheaders back-to-back. But if they could get the game moved for tomorrow to Fenway, one of the next days they could easily just do one of the seven-inning doubleheaders, which I'm not a fan of the seven-inning doubleheaders, but I understand it's a necessary evil. Yeah, yeah. Passing uh, – let's see. Jeff Passing doesn't have anything about it either. So I don't I don't see anything yet, but you know, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh but it it's definitely strange. It's strange times we're living in, my friend. Strange, like, strange times. Uh let's close out with a couple other uh quick topics. We have got Evander Holyfield coming back to boxing. Now it's it's an exhibition, it's whatever, uh, but he's gonna fight Kevin McBride. On June 5th, it's Triller Fight Club. Uh, Peter Kahn uh, confirmed this to ESPN. Uh, he, he will be on the undercard of Teofimo Lopez, uh, his unified lightweight title defense against George Cambosis in Miami. Uh, that's going to be on Triller. In Triller, for those that don't know, that was the one that did uh, Mike Tyson and uh, who was it that he fought? Roy Jones Jr.? Yeah. I think that's right. Um, and so, Holyfield released a statement back in March about Tyson and how there was a negotiation for a third fight. Um, you know, they, they fought back in the 90s, and it was whatever, but that Tyson turned down a $25 million guarantee to face Holyfield in Miami during Memorial Day weekend. I The exhibition stuff is interesting, if for no other reason than it gets the big names back involved. I just... It, this seems kind of cheap like it's it, and michael's right he said money grab it'll be a boring sparring session because yeah, I why, won't, I, why won't, are, I won't i won't watch a second of this like lopez is awesome right like we saw his fights on espn he got picked up by triller like they are going to do his his unified lightweight title bout but i'm i'm curious if you're holyfield why are you coming back to be on the undercard for anybody like that doesn't make any sense to me like go out, do your own thing. But it, he's he's facing off against Kevin McBride. McBride's one of the last people that beat Tyson. Like Mc, McBride is not a big name. He's this is not interesting. No. Like, it, it, I think it's interesting that Evander Holyfield is coming back. I think it's. Yeah. I, I don't think there's much to this, and I I don't know that I like. I, I'll I might watch for Lopez, but I don't even know that this is a big fight for for Lopez. You know? No, I don't either. I. I'm I'm not interested in this at all. Yeah, that, that this lost me. Um, you might be able to sell me on if Tyson and Holyfield ever do this again. Yeah, 
maybe and i don't even know that that's gonna do it the older i've gotten i don't i don't kind of i kind of just don't fall for some of these you know gimmicks. carny carny things this is just gimmicks i don't care i mean it's just ridiculous like it, it i'm too old i'm just gonna take a nap just go to bed uh, John Carter said, not surprising, an article says the NBA and NHL games in Minnesota are postponed, too. Well, I, I think they sense. had to. I think they had to because of the curfew. I think they had to immediately yeah, once but the this, curfew was up. But I thought the Twins Twins was a day game, right? Didn't well, yeah, it that? started at 1. Yeah, so, like, that wouldn't be curfew. That's just, like, out of out yep. of safety and precaution. Like, ah, it is what it is. Uh, and finally, we'll close out with this one. Um, North Texas softball pitcher Hope Trotwin. You heard of her? Uh, no. Struck out all 21 batters that she faced against Arkansas Pine Bluff over the weekend. That's pretty good. Seven. So, softball, seven innings. Struck yep. out 21 batters. Perfect game. 21 Perfect. up, 21 down, 21 Ks, man. Yes, 21 K. That's nasty. the thing that, that grabbed me on this. That's I was nasty. like... That is unbelievable to be That's like, and I, I don't care who the team is. I, I don't, I don't no. believe that Arkansas Pine Bluff is is that great of a team. Doesn't matter. Doesn't you matter. struck everybody out on an opposing Got them side. All out. Have you heard? Like, when when was the last? It, has that ever happened in no. softball, baseball, anything? No, I did to my in baseball unless it's happened at some weird ass low level JUCO or high school something or another. Major college baseball in the pros never happened. That's in softball. I mean, this was. And this I don't I don't follow, follow enough softball to be able to, you know, speak intelligently. Yeah, and I'm I'm not a uh, I'm not a big softball guy. Like I'll watch it every now and then when it comes on SEC Network after something else that I've been watching. Um, and if there's I like the a big world, matchup, I watch the World Series every year. Yeah, and then I, that's same here. it. Like I like I like that tournament, um, and and like the SEC conference tournament, I'll follow that. Yeah, that's that same here. Same here. Uh, let's see, Brown Yeti, sweet. I love the softball gals. Absolutely. Uh, Matt Miller, one last question. Why do fighting sports have so many ups and downs of popularity? Why do they do such a bad job of promoting the sport? It's not all their fault. I'll, I'll go in and say that because you have to have riveting characters. And if you don't have any that, that come up and, and build a storyline, UFC, it's really tough because you can have a really charismatic guy that ends up losing. Right, that's tough to build on. Well, this is why we have to stop one lost guys or two lost guys or whatever. Like you have to stop killing people because they lost and fight. Um, are they a good fighter? Are they entertaining fighter? Even if they're losing, or you know, are their fights entertaining and good? We have to stop that. Here's the other thing: is I don't, I don't, I don't think it has to do with riveting people or entertaining people. All you want, like Conor McGregor is amazing and he's a star and he runs his mouth and it's awesome. We've had tons of great great fighters in the UFC that weren't talkers. They weren't showmen at all. They were just really good fighters and they became stars. Okay. I, I do think you can do it. The problem is, is your sport is fighting. All right. Your sport is very barbaric and finding enough people in the pool of humans that want to do that for a living is you have to have an equal combination of self-discipline to work out and train hard enough to be able to do that, but balance with enough crazy to be willing to do that. Yes. Yes. I think, I think the, the Venn diagram of people that fit that on this earth are really small. Well, and, and that's so also on top. That's of why that, it's hard. Um, if you, if you have a super popular fighter like Francis Ngannou peak of his popularity, he disappeared for a year. Like, does it like no fights for over a year? And 
that is sometimes tough because it, you can you can try and build it up, but if they don't see him in action, it's tough to keep that going. So there's there's also yeah. that side of it. Like there's just so many different things that go into uh, into this stuff. In WWE, the storylines are are written like it, that's there's no excuse on that. But you have to have the riveting characters. You have to have guys that can actually do it. So with WWE. It, yeah, I think that there's enough guys that do WWE that well, WWE is different. WWE should be fine. It's literally written by writers. Yes. Okay. They, they, you just, they just need to hire better writers. They need to tell, they're telling a story. I think you've got enough athletes. I think you've got enough stars. I think you've got enough wrestlers that can, that can do what they do. Their problem might be they have too much and they're trying to write something for everybody. And they don't like the idea of, of, you know, leaving somebody off of a card or not fleshing out a storyline when really you can just let that storyline die for the bigger picture. I mean, movies yeah. do it all the time. You know, they'll shoot six hours of film and they'll edit the thing down to 90 minutes. Lots of things got left on the editing floor. At some point in time, somebody's got to come in and start cutting shit and say, this is our this is our WrestleMania. I, I remember when WrestleMania got to like be the reason I guess it's a two hour two day thing is because man, there was a time where it, it had gotten to like four or five hours long. That you're not keeping anybody for that long. Yeah. You, that's just ridiculous. That's insane. Hire a damn editor and tell them we're cutting this, we're cutting that, we're putting this on. And that way everything that comes out is great. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm a fan of that. Uh, we'll close out. Uh, did you see Britt Reed was uh, was charged with felony uh, DWI? No, I did not. So that that came out uh, a little bit earlier. Okay. So Jackson right. County, Missouri prosecutor's office filed the Class D felony charge Monday, stating that Reed operated a motor vehicle while under the influence of alcohol and acted with criminal negligence by driving at an excessive uh, rate of speed. So yeah. it, it maximum I, sentence I, I is think, seven years. I think that girl's got a lot of. I think that little girl's got a lot of brain damage. I think she's going to yeah. live. I'm, and maybe I'm misremembering all of this because it was a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl when when I last kind of got an update on it. Dan Wetzel was covering it for a while, really closely. I, I think she's got a lot of brain damage and going to have a lot of problems. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty sad. Pretty it's tragic. a sad story. Uh, yeah, obviously, we don't like even talking about it, but it is something that needs to be brought up. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, the Chiefs said in a statement Monday, uh, the organization remains steadfast in our concern for all who have been impacted by this tragic accident. Our prayers are focused on Ariel's continued healing and recovery. The Chiefs are regularly in contact with the family's designated representative during this challenging time. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens with it. Um, you know, charges one thing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what goes down. So, all right. Is there anything else that's popped up that, uh, that we need oh, to do? Let's, let's get out of here. Let's do it. All right, you guys that have jumped in have been fantastic. Everybody that listens, we appreciate you so much for letting us, uh, you know, take a, a little a little bit of your time because obviously these shows go a little longer during the live segment. But we do appreciate it for sure. If you would, so kindly make sure that you are subscribed and that you share the show out. If you were watching on YouTube or Twitch or whatever else, hit that like button for us. And uh, again, Make sure that you are subscribed to the show. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Uh, go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sbrpicks.com slash, uh, excuse me, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. That's it. That's the one. All right. We are diving out. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully, hopefully all of your tickets cash. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. 
If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.